wake up and get out of bed Don't delay your sleepy head Grab a seat on the couch Listen to what we're talking about In a Saturday morning Hello and welcome, pour yourself a bowl of cereal, grab a spot on the couch, and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas. I'm your host, Jax, and today we're going to be talking about a little Disney movie called Zootopia. Uh, this is going to be a little brief show today, as we've... reasons that we don't need to explain. So, <laughs> without further ado, I want us to jump in. We're going to hear a little promo from one of my friends over at the Tattooed Bananas, and then we're going to jump straight from there into Jax from the Past, talking about Zootopia. See ya! Hey guys, this is Bill. This is Phineas. And together, we're the Tattooed Bananas. We do a comedy podcast, and on our comedy podcast, we talk about all kinds of wacky crap, like... Nutscaping. I'll tuck you in tonight. Turning your funeral into a funeral. Can I have an ice pop? Can I have a candy? Dick fishing, furniture banging, and so much more. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and connect with us with the Potter and Family hashtag on Twitter... Yeah, don't forget to check out the Instagram. Throw a bag of bagels at someone's head. I admit it. I was wrong. I thought that Just Like Fire by Pink from Alice Through the Looking Glass was going to be the most horrible Disney earworm of the year. I am sorry. I was wrong. Oh no, we have something much worse. We have Shakira's Try Everything from Zootopia. Why is this song worse? Well, let me first back up a bit and talk a bit about the movie, and then we'll go into the song. So, Zootopia. That was released earlier this year. Did I see it in theaters? No. Then it came out on Blu-ray. Did I purchase it first day? Pretty sure I did. Did I watch it first day? No. When did I watch it? Sometime last week, because... Fuck off, I know. It's just my guy around to it. <laughs> Did I enjoy it? Yes, very much so. Uh, outside the whole song issue thing. But let's talk a bit about the movie, about the plot first, and then I'll go into a few little differences. So first, basic plot. We have our bunny named Judy Hopps. She lives in a small town, country bumpkin. They play up all the characters from this area to be like the country folk. Like, we are slower, we're farmers, we have country fi- county fairs. Uh, life is at a much slower pace. Life is good. This is what you should want to do. No, don't go to the big city because it's scary there because things move faster and, well, you don't belong there and, you know, prejudice, class system, races? Uh, uh, speciesist? I, I don't know, but <laughs> whatever. No one wants her to go, but Judy, ever since she was a little tyke, She's wanted to become a police bunny in Zootopia, which is the name of the big city. Uh, I forget the name of her town. It's like Bunnyville or Bunny Hollow or Bunnyton. Maybe it's Bunnyton. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments at nonoms.net. Uh, but so Judy wants to go and be a policewoman. Everyone laughs. An incident happens. That helps us, re- re- you know, get her character down in a quick way. Unlike most Disney movies. This is not the death of a parent, which is shocking. But hey, yeah, we've learned to do things and create character development without killing a, a parent. Good job, Disney. No, uh, instead of this, uh, we flash 
flash forward ahead quite a few years, and Judy's now an adult, I guess? Uh, adult, and she's made it. She's actually gotten herself into the training class of the, the police department. And she gets all this oppression through a montage. And you know what it reminds me of? If you saw G.I. Jane, that when uh, we had the woman, Demi Moore, who wanted to become a Navy SEAL, and people were trying to make accommodations for her, but then treating her like crap. Okay, take out them actually trying to help her, and instead just leave them treating like crap. That's what you get in this montage. <laughs> uh, but she passes, and because of some new thing, affirmative action. Okay, that 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 their version of affirmative action. We need to hire more characters, uh, characters, more species for the police department to be more inclusive. She gets in. Great, awesome, everything goes well. Her uh, captain? Oh, uh, let's see here. I have IMDb open around here, and I am looking up Chief. Chief. Chief uh, Bogo is a, um, he's a chief police. He's played by Idris Elba, so imagine that commanding figure being in this movie and him telling you no you can you are you may be in my department but like i'm like hell i'm gonna give you an actual legit police assignment you're a meter maid bye bye yeah that's what she has to put up with through determination though she actually finds a way to get herself in on working a big case involving some missing animals and you know she meets a friend and he's not the most trustworthy but she meets a friend and she learns to forgive and we learn that oh stereotyping is wrong and yes you can do anything you want and you know you should try because that's what's important and la 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 the end that's the premise for the movie <laughs> yes i left a lot out <laughs> you should why did you leave a lot out because i actually really enjoyed this i was very surprised by how much i liked this movie um it just, it has a lot of takes. There's a lot of parallels you can see. You you can watch it on different levels. You can watch it just to enjoy it as here's a kid's, well not kids, but here's a cartoon, tells a story, it's great. You can watch it on the level of, hey, a lot of these, um, a lot of things in the movie are mirroring real world events. Like I mentioned, the, the classist system, the speciesist, the affirmative action type, you, you can look at it from a political standpoint if you want. Uh, those things I happen to notice, but I just kind of watch it because the story's really good. Uh, I think they did a really good job developing Judy, our main bunny, uh, her friend Nick Wilde. Uh, he's the fox in the commercials. Uh, they did a good job developing him as well, um, giving him a few more dimensions. They could have done a little bit more, but you know what? Let's save perfection for only certain movies, shall we? <laughs> Um, we did a lot of twists and turns, and it just had a lot going for it. Um, so, that. <laughs> and something that I really appreciate about this movie is there's a lot of little, I don't want to call them Easter eggs, but there was little nods. Um, for example, I know there's a nod somewhere in here to the God uh, Godfather. Another movie series I've never seen, so I just know that's The Godfather because every other movie that has done The Godfather parody has done something similar. You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we get that thing, but this goes a little bit differently, so it actually works out really well. Um, then, you know what? Let me just go straight to my favorite, favorite part. <laughs> favorite nod. Uh, 
they during the investigation judy and nick are they're stake they're following a suspect and they happen to cross paths with this guy these two guys uh who are um who are um what's the name florist i think that'd be the right word um but they're growing some flowers or something um and they're blue flowers and i watched this with aj and he kind of laughed because he's like <laughs> oh look blue flowers that's like breaking bad ha 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 and we thought uh oh, maybe it's not maybe not whatever no, because then we're introduced to the flower, the florist names of Walter and Jesse. If you're not aware, if you've never seen Jake Breaking Bad, you've never paid attention to the commercials or any of the other hype. That's the name. Uh, Walter is the name of the main guy Heisenberg. Uh, God damn, it, what's his name? Um, Brian Cranston <laughs> um, from Breaking Bad, and Jesse is. Uh, I never remember his name. I was mixed up, but he's the he's the punk ass bitch that pals around with him and it gets into all sorts of trouble throughout that series. I've only seen like an episode or two of Breaking Bad. One of them was the pilot. Um, I just never really got into it, um, but I do like the show a lot. I did like what I saw. I just never got around to watching the whole thing. <laughs> but I really appreciate the nod as one of all the nods I expect in a Disney movie. The last I expect is a nod to a movie about a guy who has to pay, who has to go to drug dealing, making meth in order to afford his medical bills. What can I say? Besides the nods, the soundtrack. So the soundtrack. Let's let's get to the Shakira song. Let's get to the whole point of this whole thing. Sorry, looking at my computer, I saw a bunch of pop-ups. I'm like, why are those people awake? <laughs> so, so the, in the in Zootopia, there is a famous star. Uh, her name is Gazelle because she's a gazelle and apparently she does not deserve to be given an actual character name. That'd be like if they called Nick Wild Fox or Judy Hobbs Bunny instead of giving actual character names. But they gave everyone else character names. So what the hell? <laughs> but so there's a gazelle and there's a scene where Judy's listening to her iPod and she puts on Gazelle's song. And that, gives, that introduces to a montage um, just to kind of show us around the city. Then later on, there's a nod where some people are talking about her because she's a famous star. Uh, she she's on TV at one point making uh, some kind of statement, um, and then at the end, I think was there a concert? I think there was a concert or something. Basically, my problem with the song is that once you hear it, you hear it once and it gets stuck in your head and it burrows and it just and so I like the song. I just wish I could listen to the song without then singing it for the next two hours at least. In addition, my other problem with it is that they shoehorn the character Gazelle into the movie, in my opinion. I mean, there, there's, there were pot suits in there, but it's almost like Disney realized at the last minute, hey, we need to have a song. We need to have a pop song. Aladdin had a whole new world. Um, the, that movie that I'm not going blank on, I mean, there's like five million of them. Beauty and the Beast, have you and the Beast? Um, Jesus, Lion King had Can You Feel the Love Tonight? My brain apparently cannot think of anything beyond 1995 or 93, whatever year. My brain can't think of anything beyond that time frame, apparently. <laughs> but my point is, they need a song to go in there. And so they're like, well, we'll make this one, but we need to get her character in there a little bit more because 
well, it'll, make the, it'll give us more reason to play the song throughout the movie. It'll make more sense. And we can sell toys of Gazelle, of Gazelle too. <gasps> yeah. So that's where my problems with the song comes from. Really good song, though. Um, if you like that. Um, it's catchy. It's good. It's... I feel that if they'd put a little bit more time making the character of Gazelle more... I'm really bad with words today. <laughs> if they made it more organic, where she fit in the story a little bit better, or they didn't try and shoehorn it in as much, just it would have made the song a little bit more... It would have given the song a bit more. Also, the song didn't really get that much airplay on the radio. Um, and I think that's just because it, it didn't, didn't feel part of the story. It was there, but it wasn't part of the story, if, if you get what I'm saying. It was kind of like background music, orchestral music almost. So it's part of the score. And so because of that, I really didn't, I didn't killing the people, like, say, My Heart Would Go On from Titanic did, where... Yeah, they didn't outright make her sing it in the movie, but they did a really good job of connecting the two instead of just going, here's the movie, here's the song, here's a vague way they're connected, y'all run with it. Okay, so that takes care of the song. A uh, few other things I want to go over about the movie is I did watch some of the extras on the Blu-ray. Okay, so maybe, did I pick up the Blu-ray? No, Okay. What I did is I watched it through Disney Movies Anywhere, <laughs> and then the extras started playing, and then the next day when I wanted to finish the extras, I grabbed the Blu-ray because I didn't want to fuss with Disney Movies Anywhere again. Uh, just for the extras, because you have to kind of fast forward. It's like one long, continuous video clip, so it's paying the fine. <laughs> um, so I found out that the movie originally was very different. Originally, the movie was centered around Nick, the fox, and he had a whole different story, and I actually really liked the idea of the story. It was... Um, I really don't want to go into it because it gets spoilers. Well, no, it doesn't. Basically, the idea was that once you're in Zootopia, once you're a predator of a certain age, you have to wear a shock collar. And if you start to show aggression at all, or you st basically your blood pressure rises, they're going to shock you. And there is, like, the most saddest deleted scene, scene here where um, Nick and Judy are somewhere somehow they end up at what's the equivalent of like a bar mitzvah bat mitzvah uh christening basically a coming of age party and on they're kind of hiding and they're, they're able to see it what happens when the father you know his the bear i think his son is now five years old so he's he's now a man so he gets to have his his uh collar and he's so the kid is so proud he's so happy i'm a big boy now i get a thing and the dad just has these this pain in his eyes because he knows that this means for his son um but so he says a little speech and gives the son the collar and the son's all happy um but he, as the wave of emotion comes over him his blood pressure rises and he gets a shock and then you see in the son's eyes the realization that wait a minute something's not right here and that version of the story that was the whole thing where nick was trying to work with like try to defend that not all predators are bad we can live in harmony you know you shouldn't punish us we haven't done anything wrong yes some might do something wrong but you know not all of us have and there has to be a better way and then over time they kind of evolved it so it became the story about judy and then once we get the story about judy okay this makes more sense you know this this story we like a little bit better we're gonna go forward with it I can look at this whole situation in, in two ways. One is that 
I really like that original story. I wish they left more of it in. But two is, I'm kind of glad they decided to go with the Judy story and just stick to it. And be, you know, be confident there. Because I don't want a situation like what happened with Brave come up. Where you had one movie partly, we had one movie partly done with one storyline. And then someone comes and is like, no, 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 we need a big change here, change there. You know, get all the mystical ghost stuff about the Will of the Wisps. Bring in all this, um, bring in all this mother-daughter crap that we've seen a million times. You know, let's make this a teenage girl story and understand her mom. And and so it made the movie feel disjointed, which is part of the reason it, I feel personally that didn't do as well. I know others feel the same way. Um, others don't. But so that, just that other directions we went makes me feel like I almost want them to do a sequel about another town in the, um, not Zootopia, but, like, there's another city that's still dealing with this. Like, before we all learn to become civilized, there's a city that hasn't learned yet. Like, this could be Zootopia's past. This could be uh, just another city uh, in the war in that universe, in that world. So I think that would be really great. Lastly, I have one more little funny bit that I have to talk about. Now, who here knows who Alan Tudyk is? Okay, give me your answers and cut off time. Alright, if you know him as Washington Flyerfly, good choice. Yay. If you know him as Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball, ooh, you know good character actors. If you know him as the guy from that uh, suburbia, suburgatory show, eh, you're like me and you tried to watch something that didn't really work. Um, if you know him as the Duke of Whistleton, uh, then, ding, 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 you are a Disney fan. Yes, he was the Duke of Wessel, uh, Wesselton in Frozen. And he also played the Duke of Weasel... He also played, not the Duke of... He played Duke Weaselton in Zootopia. In each movie, someone mispronounces his name as either Wesselton or Weaselton, depending on which one's the wrong version. And it's just a nice, cute little call-out that I like, that I appreciate from Disney. So where does this leave us? Well... This means I just rambled for a bit about Zootopia. I highly recommend you check it out. Currently, it is on Netflix. I know you can also rent it on Amazon um, Prime or whatever, Amazon Video. I'm also aware that it's more than likely it's probably on, like, Stars or Showtime or something. I'm not sure which, but it's more than likely it's on one of those. And, of course, you can go pick it up at the store if you want to buy that. Uh, if you already know that you're going to like it or you collect Disney Blu-rays like we do. Um, but I definitely suggest checking it out. And just seeing, you know, what you like. It's not just for little kids. It does have the jokes. It will entertain younger audiences. Um, and it's going to entertain adults as well. So it's one of those movies where it's, once it's found, it, mean, it does mean everyone will be entertained. Not just one age group of the family. Okay, so let's go back to Jaxie and see what she has to say to us. Well, not Jaxie, I'm Jaxie. Jax in the present time. Jaxie from the present here. Thank you for checking out Jax from the past talking about Zootopia. I hope you all will take her words into consideration and maybe check out the film. It means a lot to me just to know what you all think. And if you all have any 
questions, concerns, constructive criticism, comments, anything, let me know over at the blog post on nonoms.net. You can also hit me up on Twitter at SMP underscore Jax. I'm there. We also have a Facebook page. I don't check it as much, but it's under Saturday morning pajamas. And you will find our logo to know what you're looking for. <laughs> um, if you could like us at all, even just a little bit, maybe consider donating even just a dollar. Become one of our patrons at Patreon or at Podbean slash Patreon. Um, links are in the tip jar at nonoms.net. Like I said, this is going to be a quick episode this week, but join us next week for more fun. Um, And again, if you have any suggestions for shows, TV shows, movies, video games, anything you want me, AJ, uh, Jordan, uh, Pi to check out, let us know. And, you know, we'll see about what we can do to get those to you. Um, Right now, I'm going to take us out with a little promotion from my friends over at Mysterious Circumstances Podcast. I hope you all check them out, as well as Tattooed Bananas, if you feel up to it. And, yeah. Going to go out on that, and I will see you all next week. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is Justin with the Mysterious Circumstances Podcast, where we cover lesser-known cases that have happened under mysterious circumstances, of course, including uh, murder, disappearance, and maybe even a little bit of the paranormal. So come on out, check out a few episodes, and who knows, you just might like it.